This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, September 13th. All right, well, so Monday Night Football is back in the works. Uh, that was last night. I watched mainly the Manning cast because I, I like to watch Peyton and Eli just goof around while having a football game on in the background for a couple hours. Uh, that was fun, although I did check back in and for uh checked back in and again uh, throughout the game to the main ESPN broadcast which was also on ABC last night as well uh and that'll be the same way next week when the Vikings have Monday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles that one will be in Philly but again should be on uh ABC and ESPN next week along with ESPN2 for that Manning cast which is just awesome Peyton and Eli goofing around is great uh but uh, I wanted to talk a second about the, the broadcast for ESPN, the main one. Of course, now Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Uh, you know, th- you know, this Joe Buck. That is a disgusting act. Yeah, that guy. He's the voice of Monday Night Football now, so that's fun. Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, here's the thing about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Love him or hate him, they're at least respected, and they've at least done this a long time. They're not a train wreck of a broadcast, and ESPN really ever since Mike Tirico and John Gruden weren't the main two guys in the booth. Monday Night Football has just been abysmal with its play-by-play, its booth. They just have not been able to find anything that works and to the point where they have to do what Disney does best and just go buy something and uh, kind of bail them out. Like, oh man, uh, we don't have any good creative ideas. Disney, let's go buy Star Wars. Uh, Disney. Oh man, we don't have any great ideas. Let's buy, let's buy 20th Century Fox. Let's buy that whole studio. Uh, yeah, and ESPN, a part of the Disney Corporation. We cannot find ourselves a good play-by-play, uh, commentator and broadcast. Well, like, we can't find ourselves a good booth for Monday Night Football for a good eight years now. Uh, 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 how about we go get, uh, how about we just go buy Fox's best duo? And they paid Joe Buck and Troy Aikman a bunch of money to come over and do that. But here's the thing. It's well worth it for Monday Night Football, and it's well worth it for ESPN to do that because now we're not talking about how bad the broadcast has been. That has at least been the conversation with Monday Night Football over the last few years has been the games are almost unwatchable. You have to put them on mute almost the entire time. That's why the Manning cast became so popular because it was fun to listen to those guys because the alternative was listening to a bad booth. Now, that's not to say that guys over the years weren't good. Almost every play-by-play guy that gets on TV is good. Most color commentators are good. But when it's Monday Night Football, it's prime time. It really has to be your best effort. And so to get Aikman and Buck, who are at least respectable in their field, in the broadcast booth and whatever, it at least just lets ESPN finally go, we don't have to touch that anymore. We can just let that be. They'll do their jobs, and nobody's going to care. Sure, there are people that don't like Buck and Aikman, and I don't necessarily disagree with them, but... It's stability, and that's what they're paying for, so that's interesting. Also, something that's interesting, uh, and in not a good way, uh, is Washington Commanders. So, they used to be the Redskins, of course, then they were the Washington football team, and now they changed their name to the Commanders, because, you know, Washington, D.C., the Pentagon, Commanders, whatever, uh... I didn't like the commander's name change. It felt too bland and basic. Also, now Washington, D.C.'s football team can be called the Commies, which uh, doesn't really feel like that's what they wanted to do. Uh, but here's also probably what they didn't want to do. At the stadium, th- this is at the actual team stadium. This isn't like a bootleg place trying to scam you. They were They were selling 
the W for their Washington football team logo with the silhouette of the state of Washington in the background. Again, this is Washington, D.C., on the opposite end of the country. Who's in charge of that? They put that at the team store at the actual stadium. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the commanders, I almost want to call them the Redskins, won in their week one game, uh, against Jacksonville. Congratulations. But their franchise continues to take massive L's, uh, because of just, they just can't get, they just can't get anything right on the business side of things. They're a pretty badly run organization, uh, down there in Washington. All right. Well, let's get back to Minnesota sports here. Uh, so. The Minnesota Twins play a big three-game series against the Cleveland Guardians, and they get swept. They have an off day, uh, which is whatever, and now they're back. It's uh, I mean, hey, the Twins didn't lose last night. It's a great morning waking up to that. Uh, but they play a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals, a team they've beaten fairly well. I believe they have like a 9-4 and four record against Kansas City. The, the Twins seem to have had their way with the Royals. And if the Twins had a get-right series a month ago, it was against Kansas City, and they swept them at home. Now the Twins are playing the Royals again at home. It'd be another great time to get a sweep of Kansas City. And then you're, you know, if the Twins can get a sweep here, they can all of a sudden pull themselves kind of back in it, and then they have uh, Cleveland for five games coming up next weekend. Uh, but, I mean, the Twins might just be dead. Is there any hope for them? Well, their schedule's pretty bad. Again, Kansas City. Then you got Cleveland over the weekend. Then it's Kansas City again. L.A., the White Sox, Detroit, the White Sox again, and the season's over. There is enough weak games for them to try and get back in it. But, I mean, just the, the deflating series that was cl- the Cleveland uh, series over the weekend just has taken all wind out of the sails of this Twins team. So in in short, is there a way the Twins can get back in it? Sure. They're going to have to win a lot of games. There's what? I'm going to do some quick math here. 3, now 8, 11, 14, 17, and then we have 20. There's 23 games left of the regular season, according to my quick birth of math. Uh, so... Uh, there's a chance they can still get back in it, but they're going to need to win games in a hurry because currently the Twins have a uh, losing record, so that's not ideal at all uh, if they want to win this division. Uh, anyway, uh, is it even worth it? I'd say so. You still want to get into the playoffs and do some stuff, but uh, and and maybe have a chance to break that postseason losing streak. Uh, but either way, uh, it's just a deflating twin season. Uh, and we'll talk more about it as it gets closer to the end, but, uh, don't want to dwell on it a ton because it's just kind of, just kind of depressing. I'll talk myself in circles here. Uh, let's finish it up by talking about the Vikings, who again got a big win over the weekend in the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> And now I kind of want to do a little bit of nitpicks from that first game. Uh, there wasn't a ton that I really wanted to... Uh, there, it's not like they did a ton bad. I will say, uh, we look at this game, that drop by wi- the wide receiver for Green Bay in the first very first play for Green Bay uh, was a drop. 
Uh, and that would have been a long-gone touchdown. Patrick Peterson got burnt. I'm going to be concerned how Patrick Peterson plays in this system. Patrick Peterson is tall and lanky. He's lost a step or two. He's really more of a man-to-man kind of corner. Now the Vikings play very much zone-based defense. It'll be interesting to see how Patrick Peterson does because he is far and away the Vikings' best cornerback. And then number two probably has to be Cam Dantzler. Uh But again, Dantzler has some injury concerns. The Vikings drafted a corner, and I believe in the second round, they want him to get a lot of playing time, but he has some injury concerns. So cornerback, this defensive secondary is going to be very, very tough, especially because the Philadelphia Eagles this coming week, uh, they have two really good wide receivers uh, in, I believe it's Devonta Smith and uh, and uh, A.J. Brown. So two really good wide receivers in Philadelphia. That's going to be tough. Uh, another thing is the run defense. I believe they gave up like 100 yards rushing. Now, Green Bay is the, one of the best running back tandems in football, uh, but the Vikings didn't really have a lot of good stuff on the rush def- on the run defense. As good as Zadarius Smith was as a pass rusher, uh, he's not necessarily a great run stuffer, so that'll be an interesting kind of dynamic to see how that balances out as the season goes on as well. And then on offense, it's just more of now teams are going to game plan to stop Justin Jefferson, and they're really going to focus on that. What is the adjustment? What is the play if you're... Kirk Cousins, can you? Are they going to see pressure again? How is he going to handle under pressure? He did well at home at US Bank Stadium. Now, how about on the road, Monday Night Football in a tough environment in Philadelphia? That's going to be interesting to see when that pass rush comes in, and also how the Vikings counter offensively. Now the teams are really going to be trying to stop Justin Jefferson. Theoretically, it means you go right to Thielen and uh, Irv Smith Jr. and Delvin Cook and all that, but still, uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see on that department. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, September 13th. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.